listening to the Pass It On Weekly Podcast. Pass It On is a ministry of the Gathering Youth Group at E-Free Church in Northern Michigan. Have you ever seen someone with an explosive faith? Someone who is on fire for Jesus? Do you ever wonder how they got that way? Lots of times you'll find out that there was a catalyst, a moment or a mentor that God really used to change them. Let's find out more and listen as Dave explains. I really believe that if we're going to make an impact in this world and be effective disciples of Christ, it helps if something or someone comes into our lives that impacts us. A catalyst. Something or someone that's introduced into our lives that helps us realize our need, that fuels our desire to follow him. We're going to be going through kind of a main text over the next few weeks, and that's found in Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 through 27, where Jesus explains what it is to be a true disciple. And the main idea, their main thought for the next couple weeks is that, how to become a true disciple of Christ. In Matthew chapter 16, starting in verse 25, Jesus says to his disciples, If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. I think anyone in here tonight, uh, if they're trying to find themselves, maybe, maybe, maybe you wouldn't put it that way, that you're trying to find yourself, but I wonder if anyone here feels like there's something missing. I'm not satisfied. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. That phrase, follow me. That's not the first time we've heard that in the Bible. I really believe that if we're going to make an impact in this world and be effective disciples of Christ, it helps if something or someone comes into our lives that impact us. That catalyst. I'd say that's exactly what happened when we're first introduced to the phrase, follow me. Let's take a look back at Luke chapter 5, starting in verse 4. This, this amazing thing happened. It says this, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let, the nets, let, the, let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so... I let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled the boats, both so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you're going to fish for men. So they pulled their boats up on the shore, and they left everything, and they followed him. They had a need. There was something missing in these guys' lives. They weren't satisfied. But then Jesus walks on the scene and he meets that need and he fuels that desire in those men to follow him. They became disciples that day. 
and their lives were changed forever. I think there, there are people throughout history, there are people throughout your history that you can point to and say, this person or this event changed everything. A catalyst. Most folks who fit in that category had no idea that they would make such an impact in your life. They just tried to live life, play the cards they were dealt the best way they could, and yet they changed the world around them. Here's a homework assignment for tonight. One, one really cool thing you can do in your devotional time this week. Make a list of three to five marks, mentors, these events, these people that have been game changers in your life, that have been those catalysts in your life. They were introduced into your life that affected your life in Christ. They could be someone as close to you as in your house or maybe as far removed as someone in the Bible. But somehow their life or that experience touched your life. When you get done writing that list down, thank God for them in prayer. I made myself sit down a few weeks ago and write down some game changers, some people, some events in my life that changed my whole life. They were moments that marked me, moments that molded me. I'm not going to share my whole list with you, but I, I do want to share a few. My wife's uncle, Art. He was a man that was introduced into my life as I met my wife, Carrie, and, and he changed all everything. He changed a lot of things in my life. I remember as I was getting to know her, one, one of the things that I loved the most about her was how incredibly close her family was. I saw a family modeled in a way that I'd never seen before. Even though my family was great, they attended church, I was part of all the things, and there was something really special though about Carrie's family. Art and Carol, Art was Carrie's uncle, Carol was Carrie's mom. They couldn't even speak the name Jesus without crying. Their lives had been marked by their reliance on him in the midst of poverty and brokenness. They loved. They truly loved and appreciated each other. They were genuinely kind. And, and I had seen love growing up, but as Art and Carrie's mom, Carol, entered my life. It made me realize a need that I had. I saw something missing from my life, and it fueled a desire to follow Jesus. I had seen parents who knew Jesus, but I hadn't seen the depth of someone needing Jesus like I saw from Carrie's mom and uncle. I heard so many stories about Uncle Art from Carrie and her mom. He worked uh, for IBM for his career, but he was a part-time pastor. I heard about how he'd share his faith with others. He, he truly had this gift of evangelism. His family loved him so much, but I could tell they'd almost get annoyed because Art was always telling people about Jesus. They would go out to lunch after church, and they'd be waiting because why? Art had to tell the waitress about Jesus. I remember one cool story pretty vividly about a time when Art went out for a run. He loved to run. And he would always carry a Bible tract with him just in case someone he came in contact with needed it. He forgot it one day, and as he was running, he saw one uh, that was in the alley gutter. He picked it up, and sure enough, there's a person 
that he ended up sharing Jesus with, and he brought them to faith in Christ using that tract. He was a giant to me. I loved how he could so easily share his faith with others and how he just loved Jesus so much. Art passed away suddenly, and that marked me. I remember sitting at the funeral service, and so many people were there. And I remember sitting next to his wife, and his wife Carol said to us, she didn't even know half the people in that room. Art had touched so many lives. One by one, he touched those lives. That marked me. There were three things about Art that really impacted me. Number one was how he loved his family so well. He just genuinely loved his family. The second thing was how he loved Jesus so well. He loved Jesus. And the third thing was how he did it close up, not necessarily up front. Art was a game changer for me. Art showed me what I wanted what I wanted when I someday would have a family of my own. How close his kids were. How close he and his wife were. I wanted that. Art showed me how to love Jesus. He loved Jesus so much that even the mention of his name brought him to tears. When I went to his house, I remember looking at the carpet next to his bed where every night Art would kneel for prayer. He prayed so often that the carpet was bare where his knees were. I wanted that. He showed me that you don't need to reach thousands all at once. You don't need fans. His funeral was full of people that he affected one by one. One of the hardest things my wife's cousin, Art's daughter, had to endure was not getting her weekly one-on-one phone call from Art. He not only affected those he witnessed to one by one, he affected his own kids one by one. I wanted that, and I still do. These 12 men, the disciples, changed the world because Jesus showed them where they were, what they were missing, and he fueled this desire to follow him. And I'm praying that Jesus shows you your need tonight and that you respond to his call to follow him just like so many others and that your life too makes an impact on the world around you. I want to pray for those tonight who do follow him, that God would use you in in such a special way. Maybe you will by how you live. Maybe someone else may realize the need in their life and maybe They'll want what you have, just like I did with art. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much, God, that you have called us to follow you, that you called us to this life in you. God, help us to be your disciples. Fuel the desire inside of us to follow you and to make an impact on the world around you. I just pray for these students here tonight. God, I ask that you would change us as you have so many before us. God, please do it. In your name we pray. Amen. Pass It On is a ministry of Gaylord E. Free Church and the Gathering Youth Group.